worship you, Lord. We exalt you, Lord. We magnify your name, Lord. You deserve that you deserve. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just bless the Lord in here. Hallelujah. Come on, just lift him up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're worthy, God. You're worthy, God. You're worthy, God. I bless your name. I bless your sweet name, Jesus. Hallelujah. You deserve it. Thank you. Oh, somebody come on and give God the glory. Come on and give him the glory. He deserves it. How many know he deserves it? Hallelujah. He deserves it. Oh, he deserves it. He deserves it. Go ahead and make it personal and tell him you deserve it. Just think about what he's done for you. Tell him you deserve it. You deserve it. You heal my body. You deserve it. You deserve my worship. You made a way for me so many times. 
Just think about what he's done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody ought to tell him, Lord, you deserve it. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to let him know that you're thankful because you have a job to go to. Yes, God. And then somebody else ought to thank him that he blessed you to retire. Y'all ain't hearing me. And you still got a check rolling in. Come on, somebody ain't got to get up and hit a lick at a snake. Come on here and tell the Lord you deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. to say he's done great things he has done great things for me come on he has done great things for me Whoa! 
there's a word there's a word today from the Lord I want you to go with me to the book of the Psalms if you will the Lord has done great things we're going to Psalm 99 Psalm 99 and we will begin reading at the first verse Psalm 99 and once you find it those who are able we ask that you would stand as we reverence and show respect for uh, the word of God uh, being read in our hearing Psalm 99 Psalm 99 and we'll begin at verse 1 it says the Lord reigneth let the people tremble. He sitteth between the cherubim. Let the earth be moved. The Lord is great in Zion. And he is high above all the people. Let them praise thy great and terrible name. For it is holy. We'll stop reading there. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord today. I want to use for a subject, for a thought, as I have been directed by the Lord. I want to just talk about the Lord reign. The Lord reigns. Look at somebody and tell them the Lord, the Lord reigns. My brothers and my sisters, I want to first of all begin by saying to you that a simplified way of looking at this subject in the text, the Lord reigns, is to put it like this, God is in charge. <laughs> How many believe God is in charge? I know that he's in charge because the word says that it is in him that we live. That means without him we have no life. It is in him that we move. That means without him we can't make one move. Have I got a witness? You can't even move your pinky. Except the Lord give you the strength to do it. Talk back to me if you can. And it is in him that we have our being. Meaning that we are nothing without the Lord. My brothers and my sisters, the Lord has instructed me to remind us today that he indeed is in charge. There are so many things going on in the world today that have people, amen, uncertain. 
in their hearts and in their minds as to what the next day, what the next week, what the next month is going to bring. But God told me to remind all of us today that regardless to who's, amen, in political offices, all over the world, I'm not just talking about in the United States, but all over the world, regardless to who holds those offices, my brothers and sisters, how many know we need to be remember, reminded that God is always in charge? The writer says, the Lord reigneth. I want you to take note in your Bible that uh, he writes, the Lord, and that's with a capital L. Now, most time, if I have any English teachers in here or, or, or former teachers, amen, they already know that. that, that uh, now, now, I don't know how it's printed in your Bible, but in the Bible that I'm reading out of right here, the whole word, every letter in the word the is capitalized. Watch this, the and then Lord, capital L, which suggests, amen, that he is the Lord above all lords. When I see the capital L, it lets me know that he is the Lord of lords, because how many know that there are some other lords? But all the other lords fall beneath the Lord of lords. I'm talking about the Lord, our God. Amen, amen. There, there are some little G-O-Ds now. Let me help somebody understand. Believe it or not, your house can be a lord. Your boot. Let me say it again. I say, yo, boo. If you, let me help you understand. If you don't understand that, your man or your woman can be a lord in your life. Watch this. Your children can be a lord in your life. Your money can be a Lord in, in your life. My, 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 my brothers and sisters, your, your job or whatever, amen, can be a little Lord in your life. Somebody said, now, now why would you say that, Pastor? Now, why would you say that that, uh, uh, that, can, that kind of stuff can be a little Lord? Watch this, because watch this. Now, when something is a Lord, whatever, whenever that Lord calls, they go running. If money is their Lord, and I know we got to have money to live and all of that, but, but, but I'm talking about, amen, it's a difference when you, amen, when, you, when you're making it, amen, to make a living versus when you have allowed it to become a God in your life. See, folks that have allowed things to become a Lord or God in their life, amen, they will do anything for it. 
But he says, I got to hold, I got to move on. Uh, it says, the Lord reigneth, meaning the Lord above all lords, talking about the God, amen, the God, amen, who has created everything, spoke everything into existence. Let me, let me help you understand what, what the word reign means. I looked up the word reign. The Webster says that to reign means to hold, watch this, royal office. See, I'm going to tell you something. See, I told you that it doesn't matter who's in office, who's in political office. A lot of time because God holds the royal office. Have I got a witness? And how many know everything moved by the power of God? Amen. Webster says to reign means to hold royal office, to rule as king and to hold or exercise, watch this, sovereign power. Then when I got to that word sovereign, I said, well, what does it mean to be sovereign? To be sovereign means that one is a supreme ruler. Are y'all talking back to me? And the adjective of the word supreme means possessing supreme or ultimate power. Meaning that there is nobody else more powerful. Is it anybody here that know ain't nobody else more powerful than our God? As a matter of fact, there is nobody else even comparable. There's not even one that can compare to our God. So God told me to make an announcement this morning and tell somebody, stop worrying about certain situations and circumstances amen that may be going on in your personal life that may be going on in the world because God is in charge he reigns tell somebody he reigns he reigns now and then when I looked up that word supreme I, you know when I looked up reign it led me to the word sovereign when I looked up sovereign it led me to the word supreme and then the definition of the word supreme means superior to all others uh, God is superior to all others have I got a witness here I said God is superior. Let me help somebody better understand. That means that God is superior to your problem. God is superior to cancer. God is superior to sugar diabetes. God is superior to high blood pressure. God is superior to any enemy that can't stand the ground you walk on. Because the word said, if God be for us, Who can be against us? Because when the Lord is on your side, I wish I had a better church than I got here this morning. I said, when the Lord is on your side, how many know the Lord, amen, will make your enemy become your footstool? When the Lord is on your side, the, 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 the Lord will make your enemy write you a check and they won't even know why they're writing it. When the Lord is on your side, the Lord will open doors that others have tried to shed in your face. When the Lord is on your side. When you got the Lord on your side, you got everything that you need. He reigns. 
So oftentimes, people spend more time worrying about who's against them than focusing on who's for them. Because how many know that when God is for you, it doesn't matter who is against you. Come on here, somebody. When the Lord is for you, if the Lord reigns supreme, watch this. If he reigns supreme, if he's supreme, if he's superior to all others, that means that he can do whatever he wants to. Whenever he wants to. To whoever he wants to do it to. And there's nothing nobody else is able to do about it. That's why David said in Psalm 23, Thou preparest the table before me. Watch this. Not behind my enemy's back, but right in their face. He said, Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. You know why David wrote that? Because when God does something, God don't have to ask nobody, Can I do it? He don't have to ask nobody, is it all right if I bless Sally? Because guess what? It depends on who he asks. That determines what answer he'll get. Come on here, somebody. But how many know God can do whatever he wants to do? Because he is God and he reigns. He's supreme above all. And watch this. He's got so much power until whatever he does, Nobody can undo. I said, whatever God does, nobody can undo. I don't care how bad they want to. Oh, that rhyme. Nobody can undo what the Lord has done. They can't undo no matter how bad they want to because God is in charge. He reigneth. That's what, that's what the psalmist writes. He says, the Lord reigneth. Now watch this. I like the way he said that. He didn't say it. He didn't just say he reigns. But he reigneth, E-T-H, mean anytime you see that at the end of the word, it's a continual, ongoing thing. How many know he continues to reign? That's what he said, he continues to reign. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, there have been many kings that have sat on earthly thrones, but all of their reigns have come to an end. Oh, but the king above all kings. He's been sitting on the throne. Come on here, somebody. Even before there was a wind or where, he was sitting on the throne. Even before there was a dog or a cat, he was sitting on the throne. Even before there was a, a giraffe or a lion, he was sitting on. I wish I had somebody talking back to me. Even before there was a kangaroo hopping around on the earth, the Lord was sitting upon the throne. Even before there was light, The Lord has been sitting on the throne. He reigns. He reigns. How many know he reigneth? He 
continues to reign. And I want to tell you like this, that he is and always will be. Uh, I know oftentimes in, in boxing and wrestling, they have what they call champions. Whoever wins, they're champions of the world. Amen. But how many know that we serve the real champion? I'm talking about Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Elohim, El Shaddai, the great I am, the one who said let there be, and what he said let there be came into existence. Amen. He is our champion. And he remains the undefeated heavyweight champion of the whole world anybody know who he is can you call him by his name Jesus tell somebody he never lost a fight he been in some fights but he never lost a fight aren't you glad that he never lost a fight am I preaching to anybody in here that been through some fights in your life and the, and the Lord did not get you out of the fight but he got down in the fight with you is there anybody that can rejoice with me today and say God he is my champion he's fought for me so many times have I got a witness Somebody can say, when sickness hit my body, the Lord fought my battle. Somebody can say, when my enemies were coming against me to eat up my flesh and destroy me, the Lord fought my battle. Somebody can say, when I was going through hell and high waters and I didn't see how I was going to make it, it was the Lord. He was the one that stepped in and brought me through when I thought I wasn't going to make it myself. The Lord, he reigneth. I don't know if I'm going to get past the Lord reigneth or not. Because when you start talking about the Lord reigneth, there's a whole lot you can say. The Lord has proven time and time again that he reigns. Have I got a witness? The record declares that one day King Nebuchadnezzar thought that he reigned. But the Lord had to show him who was really in charge. Nebuchadnezzar got mad because the Hebrew boys wouldn't bow down. Y'all talk back to me if you can. And they, amen, he, they were put in the burning fiery furnace. The king was so mad that he had the strongest men that he had to tie them up in their clothes and put them in the burning fire. Have I got a witness? But y'all know how the story goes. Amen, when they put those boys in the fire, they did not burn up, amen, because the Lord was with them. God showed Nebuchadnezzar, amen, how powerful he was. God showed Nebuchadnezzar, you turned the furnace up seven times harder, but I took all the heat out. Oh, somebody ought to help me preach. You turned it up seven times hotter than what it normally is. Is it anybody know we serve a God who can take the heat out the fire? For it is written in his word. He said you will go through the fire, but you won't burn up. You'll go through the flood, but I won't let you drown. Is it anybody can give God a praise of the thing that he brought you through in your life? Can anybody say, I've been through the fire, 
but I didn't burn up. Have anybody had any fiery experiences in your life? If you know the Lord brought you through, shake somebody's hand and tell them, say, I've been through the fire, but the Lord didn't let it destroy me. Amen. I've gone through some stuff in my life, but through it all, the Lord kept me. He reigns. Have I got a witness? I said he reigns. Amen. He's in charge. And is it anybody that can say he's in charge of my life? And if he's in charge of my life, that means that whatever I go through in this life, I'm going to be all right because God is my refuge and my strength and my help. when I find myself in trouble. He's my all in all. Have I got a witness? The Lord reigned. The Lord showed oftentimes that he reigned. He showed when he walked the face of the earth that he reigned over sickness. He showed that he reigned over death. Have I got a witness? How did he show that he reigned over sickness? Don't you remember? There was a woman with an issue of blood. And the doctor sent her home to die. But she heard about Jesus. The one who reigns. Come on here somebody. And when she heard about him, she said, If I can get close enough to just put my hands on him. She said, I know that I'll be made whole. And she reached out there and touched the Lord as he was passing by. I want to tell somebody this morning that you ought to reach out and touch the Lord as he passes by. Oh, you may not be able to physically see him today, but I want you to know he's here. And if you reach out, you can get your blessing just like that woman with the issue of blood. She reached out and she was healed immediately just at touching not Jesus but his clothes. And I want to tell somebody if you need a blessing, if you need a miracle, you ought to focus on touching Jesus. Oh, you ought to touch him with your praise. You ought to touch him with your worship. You ought to touch him with your hallelujahs. You ought to touch him with saying, Lord, I bless you anyhow in spite of what's going on in my life. You ought to touch him. He showed the power that he had over sickness. And then he also showed the power that he had over death. On many instances, the Lord showed that he reigned. That he was in charge. Come on somebody. That he was supreme. That he could do what nobody else had the power to do. On many occasions Jesus showed the power that he had over death. The Bible said that there was a woman. Amen. She was a widow and she only had one son and that son had died. And they were on their way to the graveyard to bury that boy. But as they were going out of the city, Jesus was coming into the city. And I want to tell somebody, amen, whoever may be going through an issue right now, the Lord is going to meet you. 
halfway at your issue. If anybody believe the Lord to meet you at the point of your issue. Now watch this. If Jesus had been just a little bit late, the boy would have already been buried. They would have made it to the graveyard. And I said that to say this. How many know God's timing is always right on time? Jesus is coming into the city. They are going out of the city. And there is a crying mother on her way to bury her only son and her husband is dead. That woman has some issues, y'all. She had, she had more than one issue going on because, number one, her husband was dead. And in the biblical times, any time the father died, amen, if that woman had a son, the son would take on the responsibility of making sure that his mama was seen to. And all that woman knows is she's on her way to the graveyard and she's about to put all the little hope that she had left in the ground. But Jesus meets them as they are coming out of the city. He's going into the city and he sees this weeping mother and sees all of these weeping people and Jesus gives the boy a knock on the casket. He lays his hand on the casket. Amen. In the Bible it may read beer, B-I-E-R now. It's not B-E-E-R. But the Bible said he put his hand on the beer. It wasn't a Colt 45 that we're talking about. The beer is a casket. That's another word for casket, okay? But he laid his hand on the beer and he told the boy, get up. He gave him a wake-up call. And how many know when the Lord calls? It's a call that must be answered. Come on here, somebody. When the Lord calls, you can't ignore that call. When he calls me, I will answer. That's what the songwriter said. I'll be somewhere listening for my name. The boy, watch this, watch this. Jesus didn't even call him by name. He spoke directly to that dead situation he said rise and get up and the boy got up out of the casket tell somebody the Lord reigns he reigns he reigns he reigns my brothers and my sisters as I hasten on I want you to know that the Lord also showed power that he had over death in other ways amen in other instances but one that I want to talk about is when he was hanging on the cross Ah, uh, yeah, don't you remember when they were crucifying Jesus and when he was in the process of dying, my brothers and sisters, he was hanging there between two thieves, one on the right, one on the left of him. And, and the one on the right says unto him, when you enter into your kingdom, Lord, remember me. Watch this. Jesus stopped dying to take somebody into the church. Oh, y'all he stopped dying. I can imagine Jesus said, hold on death. I ain't finna die yet. I got to open the doors of the church. Somebody want to get in. Jesus stopped dying, put death on hold and said, wait a minute. And he looked over at the one on the right and he said, today 
you will be with me in paradise and after Jesus took another member into the church then he said go ahead death I'll go ahead and let you do your thing but how many know death couldn't take Jesus out don't you remember Jesus said no man can take my life he said I lay it down of myself if Jesus had not laid his life down he never would have died he had to give way and allow death to take him. He is in charge. And as we get ready to leave here today, as we leave here, I want to leave this with you. Because we understand and agree that God is in charge. We said that the Lord reigneth that he holds royal office. Aren't you glad we ain't got to vote on who God gonna be? All of our presidents have held the Oval Office. But the Lord has always held the royal office. Uh, he, he holds the royal office and my brothers and sisters, he is our supreme superior ruler. And because he is, I want you to leave here today encouraged and knowing that whatever situation you find yourself confronted with, I want you to do me a favor and remind yourself God is in charge. If the doctor reads you a bad report, said, Doc, I thank you for your prognosis and your diagnosis, but I have a higher physician. And he is in charge of my life. Whatever, amen, dilemma you find yourself in, you ought to remind yourself that the Lord, he reigns. My brothers and my sisters, and because he reigns, watch this. Uh, the psalmist said, let the people tremble. Oh, yeah. Amen. Tremble out of, watch this, not just fear, but respect. Right. Tremble out of respect for the Lord. Watch this. Between, because he sitteth between the cherubims, he said, let all the earth be moved. Let the Lord, the Lord is great in Zion and he is high above all the people. Then he said, let them praise thy great and thy terrible name for it is holy. My brothers and sisters, as I get ready to close today, I want to tell you that because God reigns, he deserves to be praised. See, sometimes, sometimes we find ourselves hit with certain things in this life. And how many know sometimes the devil is trying to steal our joy and our praise? But what the psalmist is saying is that God is worthy to be praised because of who he is. And because of the position he holds. Have I got a witness? Yeah. 
If you don't mind, tell somebody the Lord deserves to be praised. You know, sometimes, amen, situations and circumstances, amen, will try to steal our joy. But I want to remind you that God is still worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Have I got a witness? Amen. God is worthy to be praised. Yeah. And he, amen, is worthy to be praised because he reigns upon the throne in heaven amen so regardless to what you're going through you ought to serve the devil notice i will bless the lord at all times because i realize that because he reigns he's got the power to turn my situation around have I got a witness? Somebody say, yeah. Is it anybody here that know the Lord? He got all power in heaven and earth. It's in his hand. Somebody say, yeah. He got healing power. He got saving power. Delivering power. Yes, he does. And whatever you need, the Lord can and he will supply your needs have I got a witness somebody saying saying the Lord is in charge at all times have I got a witness I'm reminded reading one day in my Bible when the Lord told his disciples go on over to the other side have I got a witness and he went up into the mountain and began to pray have I got a witness and while the disciple was in the ship the waves and the sea began to get in an uproar have I got a witness and the Bible said that the winds were contrary have I got a witness and how many know that all of us in this life are going to have to deal with some contrary winds have I got a witness in all of our life contrary winds will blow from time to time have I got a witness somebody say yeah how many know that sometimes contrary winds will blow in your finances sometimes contrary winds will blow in your home sometimes contrary winds will blow on your job have I got a witness but is it anybody here know the Lord is able to help us to deal with contrary winds have I got a witness somebody say yeah when the war when the water 
was rocking the boat when the winds were contrarying the disciples feared for their life have I got a witness somebody say yes the disciples uh, were so afraid uh, and Jesus came walking on the water have I got a witness uh, and he would have passed them by have I got a witness uh, somebody say yeah. notice him the same thing that was giving them trouble Jesus come walking on it have I got a witness somebody say yeah. Is it anybody here know that that means that God got power over your trouble? Have I got a witness? The very thing that's troubling you, the Lord is able to walk on it. Have I got a witness? Somebody say it. What you need is to turn it over to the master. How many known the Lord got power he got power he walked on the water have I got a witness they saw him walking out on troubled water have I got a witness the master was walking on the troubled water have I got a witness when they saw and didn't recognize who it was they thought he was a spirit have I got a witness but Jesus said be not afraid it's me have I got a witness somebody say it and Peter said Lord if it's you let me come to where you are he stepped out on the word come when Peter stepped out and walked on the water have I got a witness and he looked around and he got his eyes off of Jesus and he began to sink down but the Lord went right in and caught him by his hand and lifted him up have I got a witness somebody say yeah Peter said Lord Lord save me is it anybody here know the Lord will make everything all right Shout yes, shout yes, yes, he'll do it for you. he reigns meaning that he has the power to do it he has the, the ability to do it 
You know, whenever you talk about the power of the Lord and, and whenever you're talking about experiences that, that, that some people may not have experienced before, it doesn't mean as much to them at that moment. You know, preaching about God's healing ability, it really doesn't matter as much to folks who really don't have a sickness in their body, but, but for those that have gone to the doctor and the doctor have read a bad report and given a negative prognosis. You know, when they give the prognosis, watch this, when they give the prognosis, they're really basing what they're telling you off of the experiences of others. They said, based on this number that have had this problem, the likelihood of your chances of surviving would be this. But how many know none of that matters to God? Because guess what? There have been some people that were told and their families were told they wouldn't even live through the night. Aren't you glad that God is not bound by what man says or what man thinks or what, how man feels about a situation? My Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's sovereign. I've known times when folk, the doctor said they wouldn't live through the night. And then when, when they went back, they were waiting, said, well, it, it ought to be over for her in the morning. She ought to be gone by such a time or whatever. But then, See, it ain't over until God says so. That's right. It ain't over until he says so. And then we have to even realize, too, that even when God does say it's over, for any of his people, we have to understand that because we're his, we're going to a better place. Come on, somebody. It's not a bad thing. We just graduate to better. For all those who die in Christ. That's why John the Revelator in, in his writing recorded the words of Jesus. Watch this. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. Those folks are so blessed. Come on, somebody. If they died in the Lord, they are blessed. God has the last word concerning all of us. He has the last word. Because he's God. And because he's sovereign. As we get ready to leave today, I want you to, as the choir sings the song of their choice, I want you to leave here reminding yourself that whatever situation you find yourself faced with at any given time, remind yourself and remind your problem that the God I serve, he reigneth.
He's in control. He's in control of my life. And everything that concerns me, he's in control. As the choir sings, the song of their choice, will you stand to your feet? The doors of the church are open now. We're going to give someone an opportunity to come to receive Jesus or to become a member of our church family here. If you feel led of the Lord to come to give your life to Jesus or to become a member of this church family, you can come right now. You may come by letter, candidate for baptism. You can come by Christian experience. You can come under watch care. Whosoever will, let them come. be another one will you come if you want to be saved and receive Christ or want to become a member of the church and a part of our family here will you come you Above every name, 
Circumstance, giving me another chance. You ran. You may be seated. You can still play that softly, Sister Watson. We have Marcus Dickerson. He's coming for Christian, by Christian experience. Brother Marcus, would you stand? Okay, he's coming to us by Christian experience. Okay. And we also have Christopher Oliver wants to be a candidate for baptism. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for that. Hallelujah. Amen. To God be the glory for that. Amen. You may be seated momentarily. Uh, uh, Brother Mark, you remain standing. You're coming by way of Christian experience to us. And I want to ask you this question. The question is, are you willing to be ruled by God's word? Amen. By the power invested in me by God and this church family at Greater Union Baptist Church, I give you my right hand of fellowship, welcoming you into the family of believers right here at Greater Union Baptist Church. We're glad to have you. Aren't we glad to have you? It gives you all rights and privileges and responsibilities as every other member of the church, and we're welcoming you into this church family. God bless you. You may be seated momentarily. Okay. He's coming to us by way of Christian experience, and he wants to be rebaptized. He has been baptized before, but he wants to be rebaptized and recommitted and dedicate his life to the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. And at this time, since he's going to recommit his life, we're going to lead you through a prayer. And then if there may be others at your seats, you may want to pray along with us. But I just want you to lift your hand before the Lord and just tell him, repeat after me and say, Lord. Today I've come to recommit and rededicate my life to you. Lord, I ask you to come into my heart, be my Savior and Lord. Forgive me of all of my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness that I may live each day for you. In Jesus' name. Come on and give the Lord praise. We're going to, I want to ask you, are you willing to be ruled and governed by God's word? Okay, well, by the power invested in me by God and the church family here at Greater Union, I give you my right hand of fellowship. We've taken you in as by way of Christian experience, and then we'll rebaptize you on the first Sunday morning. What, what date is that? Anybody know? 
October 1st, October 1st at 10.30, okay? That's when we're going to baptize you. Yeah, yeah. Welcome into Greater Union Church family. God bless you, okay? You all can go with Sister Walker. She's standing right over there. Yeah, go with her. Oh, you want to be rebaptized too? Okay, well, we've already taken. Okay, all right. Well, we've, well, we've taken you in, and we'll we'll take you in the water too. Anybody else want to go in? Right, we'll, 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 we'll take you in. You can go with them. You can go with them. It's already done. It's a done deal. Okay. Amen. We'll take you in the water. First Sunday morning. Amen. To God be the glory. And the praise. Thank you for your patience. We're in good time. Good time. Now I tell you, now I tell you, uh, I tell you the pastor, uh, I got to get back on my gym regimen because you know the pastor, as, as a pastor you have to, you have to exercise. Amen. And then, and you got to, you, you see, see when you're baptizing people, everybody, <laughs> you got to be able to bring them back up. <laughs> Anybody can take them down. You got to, you got to be able to bring them back up now. <laughs> That's right. We can't leave them down now because, you know, because it represents the, the death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus wasn't left in the grave. He was resurrected. He got up. Hallelujah. Amen. So, amen. So you have to be able to take them down and bring them up. Amen. Amen. So thank, thank God for how he's adding to the church. Amen. Thank God for his blessing upon greater union in this present day and even in times past. Amen. God's hand and his blessing has been upon this church. Amen. And for that, we owe him the praise. Amen. Thank God for all of our guests, again, that came to worship with us. We hope that you all were blessed through this worship experience today and just know that you have an open invitation to come and worship with us here at Greater Union Baptist Church. Amen. Feel free to come anytime, the Lord leads you to do so. Aren't they welcome here? Amen. I, I want all of the members, I want all of the members of Greater Union to uh, uh, say to our guests, y'all come back, you hear? Amen. We mean that from the bottom of our hearts. We want to see you here again in worship with us at Greater Union Baptist Church. Is there anything else that needs to come before us before we go? Don't. Yes, ma'am. Okay, did everybody hear that? Sister, Sister Russell is saying they have CDs available for purchase as you exit uh, of the services. Uh, do you have last Sunday CD available? Okay, that one was so good I need to buy it myself. Uh, I, okay. Amen, it was good. It was good. Amen. Amen. If you missed last Sunday, it was awesome. And you need to get the CD. Amen. Amen.
So the CDs of our services are available as you go out, uh, I guess. Are they in the front and back, uh, Sister Russell? Sister Russell, do they have them out here or in both places? Okay, so as you exit this way, you can purchase the CD, okay? And they are asking for, they're trying to recruit new workers in the media ministry. That's what she was saying. So anybody interested in working in the media department, they're going to need some help. And of course, we know Aaliyah, uh, we congratulate her. She's getting ready to go off to law school and Amen. all that. And, 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 and we have some dedicated young people that are up there. And Aaliyah is one, and we have some others. But, but, but we're going to need somebody to fill in those positions. Amen. Amen. So anybody that can, that will. Uh, if you can operate, if you can learn, and if you are willing to learn, how to operate the equipment, amen. That would be awesome to have you up there in that ministry, amen. That means that if you're a camera operator, that means that you got to be able to pay attention consistently. You know, we don't want to have some activity going on over here and then it's just up against the wall. <laughs> you know, nobody in view, nothing in view. So, so we do need people who, who, who are going to be committed to learn how to operate the equipment and all of that. But we do need some help up there. Okay? All right. If that, if, is there anything else? Don't forget about uh, keep Brother Martin in your prayers. Uh, he's, he's progressing, uh, but let's keep him in our prayers. Amen. That God will continue to bless him and heal him. Yes. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, a conference was printed in the bulletin. We're not going to have conference. We're not going to have conference uh, this week. Uh, it'll probably be November before we do it because Citywide Revival is going to come. We was going to move it to October. Uh, but Citywide Revival normally falls that same week. So it'll probably be November before we have our next conference, okay? But we will not have conference. We will probably have deacons meeting somewhere along the way, but we will not have the regular conference, all right? Thank you. Anything else? Let's keep all of the other sick and shut in and other bereaved families and all in our thoughts and in our prayers as well. Yes, ma'am? Okay, yeah, okay. Sister Gregory said, if you've been asking about my CD uh, that, that has Just Look on that you've been wanting to purchase that, some CDs did come in. We, uh, I don't know, I had a batch to get lost in the storm somewhere. They had to resend them, so they are available. If you've been asking about that CD, it is available. And see Miss Gregory, she has them in her office. Okay, is there anything else? If not, we're ready to go. Youth choir rehearsal tomorrow, though. Ma'am. Youth choir rehearsal and mass choir tomorrow. Night. Okay, youth choir rehearsal and mass choir.